Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 172, Those Weird Noises. Welcome back to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. I'm Tony DiLorenzo. And I'm Elisa DiLorenzo. And welcome back this week. We are so excited to have you here. So much awesome feedback from you guys. And if you want to leave some feedback, you can call us at 858-876-5663, or you can email us directly at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. First and foremost, I want to thank many of you. I mean, probably like a handful or more have asked me if I got out and got a massage yet or scheduled my massage. And I will say yes to both. I was able to get out um, last Wednesday and get my massage. And I got to say, wow, I, I am glad I did it. I'm glad I put it out there because it really made me go, okay, I can't let these guys down. And more importantly, I need to do it for myself. Found a great gal. She did fantastic work. I mean, absolutely amazing. I fell asleep for probably half of it. Um, it was an hour long session. Felt really good. My shoulders are starting to feel better, which is great. Um, something we didn't mention last week that I do want to mention this week when it does come to pain and a style of, it's not stretching per se, but something I've done over the years and picked back up again because um, the first time I started using this program per se was when I was having some pretty bad shoulder pain some years back. And it's called the Goscu, E-G-O-S-C-U-E. We'll put a link to it. I'll put a link to his book. It's called Pain Free. Great stuff. Peter Goscu, um came up with this many, 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 many years ago and has helped thousands and thousands of people worldwide from athletes to just normal Joes like me and you. Um, so if you have some chronic back, shoulder, hip, uh, foot, knee, anything of, like of that nature, and you're sitting behind a desk day in and day out and you're slouching, hey, I'm bicycling and I know I have this little turtle back starting to come about. And no kidding, every time I go see uh, a massage therapist or a, a chiropractor, they're looking at me and going, oof, man, Tony, you got to get those, you got to get those shoulders back because you got some issues going on. And we see it, you know, you see it in pictures too. I mean, you guys know what we're talking about, but that's another pain treatment. And yes, thank you for keeping Tony accountable. Cause he actually said to me today, he's like, you know, I'm getting all these messages from listeners about my massage. And I said, honey, you asked them to hold you accountable. I'm glad that I'm glad they're able to nag you into getting it if I couldn't after five months. So <laughs> thank you. He is a happier human being because he's had a massage and, and just that self-care is so important guys and gals that you just take the time to rest and, and focus on your, whatever your self-care is, whether that's getting a pedicure, it's getting a massage, it's taking a walk around a park. You need to do it to be a healthy spouse and a healthy person. You know, and something that 
the massage therapist asked me, she goes, when do you get quiet time? You know, when do you relax? And for me, typically that is at night when I'm just reading and it is a quiet time for me. But at the same time, I'm not just reading fluffy books. I do read some fun books and stuff, but sometimes they're, they're business, um, intense, you know, I'm trying to gain some knowledge or some wisdom, um, diving into the Bible. So it's like, when do you get to relax? And I know when I do Egoscue, I do. It's 30 minutes and it's not a stretching like you think, but a lot of stuff is just, you're lying down on your back. Um, just allowing your spine to get back into alignment with your hips and all this stuff. And so just by doing that, it really makes me realize, okay, I got to slow down and just chill. Mm -hmm. So, um, gosh, in the last week, we've had a lot of talk about cuddle up. Yes. That, that show really had an impact on you guys. And we got a call in from a listener that I'm going to play because she has an amazing piece of equipment that they use in their, in their bedroom that will help you and us, especially for those spouses who are hot and cold and vice versa, wintertime and all that. So let's listen to this. My husband and I discovered um, a great way for the cuddling to work no matter what the um, climate. We purchased a electric uh, mattress warmer or mattress cover. Not an electric blanket, but a mattress cover. And it allows me to have my side very warm and him to have his even turned off. And even in January, February, you don't have to wear warm, warm clothes because your bed is warm on your side only, but not on his side. So anyway, just a tip that I thought you might want to share with listeners that really has worked for us. Thanks. I really enjoy your show. We'll talk to you later. Bye. That's fantastic. Oh, well, that, I, when we got this voicemail, I'm like, why have we never heard about this? Right. I mean, you hear about the mattress or the electric blankets and things like that. And, and you know, it's so funny because I literally just had the thought. I had one of those when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't have the electric blanket. I had the mattress pad. So I, you know, I knew exactly what she was talking about. This literally just popped in my head. Amazon does have those. We're going to put a link to them for those of you. I know we're all heading into summer, but trust me, come October, November, we'll probably be looking to get in one of these. Um, oh, for definitely we're getting one, <laughs> you know, because it does make a difference if you're comfortable and you can sleep again, skin to skin contact. We've been talking about it for the last month. It makes a difference in your physical intimacy. Yeah, totally. The other, uh, we got another comment. I know we're doing a few comments this morning, but I just want to share this one. Um, you all know that a few weeks ago we shared about Tony being in a car accident mm -hmm. and just the impact that that had on our marriage, you know, those instantaneous thoughts of, you know, what if, and what happened. And, you know, as I'm getting, looking at my phone that day and getting all those messages, um, missed calls from Tony. And so we had a listener write in, um, and said, first of all, thanks for your podcast. In this one episode, you visited about a car accident that Tony was in. Elisa, you emphasized the fragility of life. You said something like when you walk out the door in the morning, there's no guarantee you'll be coming home. Well, I listened to that right before I found out my father had died. Mm. I was asked to speak and offer some consoling words at his mm. funeral, and I found myself thinking about your comments. I encourage those attending the funeral to get past pride and emotional hurdles in the family. Life is too fragile to hold grudges and pride for any length of time. 
Thank you for sharing that message. It's what I needed to hear at that moment. Thank you for helping us all have stronger marriages. And, you know, to this listener, I'm, I, our hearts go out to you uh, in this time of grief. We know this is not an easy time for you. Uh, and for all of you, you know, life is fragile. Make sure that you're given those hugs and you're given the love and you're not letting uh, arguments and grudges stand in the way of the life that you want, the life that the two of you desire. It, it is too short mm-hmm. for all of those negative emotions. And, you know, it's true. There are no guarantees. I've been sharing that with audiences for years now and the same holds for all of you. So keep those words in mind, squeeze them and love them and tell them how much they mean to you. Yep. Which leads into those weird noises we hear. Because sometimes when you squeeze your spouse, some noises may come out. And yes, we're talking about gas, farts, burps, all of these weird noises that happen in marriage, you know? It's interesting because I think many of us sit in our marriage or before we get married and we look at that soon to be spouse, our fiance, what have you, and you don't hear those things. You know, you don't, and if you do, maybe it's just sort of like, oops, little giggle happens or guy belches after, you know, sucks down some water or beer, what have you. Oh yeah, great. But when it happens daily, and you hear it, and you're seeing it, It's it sort of takes a little bit of the, gosh, that romance, that passion that we desire in our marriage out. And Elisa's going to share a story that happened early on in our marriage. And it, it has to do with, I got food poisoning. This is a less than a year into our marriage. It was over 4th of July weekend. So we'd been married seven, seven eight months. Seven, eight months. And... I was deathly ill, like just green, could barely walk, dehydrated. Think about your spouse when they are just throwing up uncontrollably. Those are those noises that, you know what, when you're dating or, you know, before you get married, you're you're living separately, you don't think about that. And, you know, it's so funny because as Tony's describing that, I'm like, this is not what I was picturing when I walked down the aisle. You know, you're all in your fancy dresses and things like that. And, and we have this romanticized vision of what marriage is going to be like. And yes, in our case, seven months later, eight, Tony ends up with food poisoning. No clue where I got it. No clue where he got it. But you know, we get to the point where it's so bad. We're going to, I'm sure we ended up at the hospital. Yeah, we went to emergency room. Emergency room. And, you know, the doctor's like, he just has food poisoning. He's going to need... Very dehydrated though by this point in time because I had just, for those of you who've had food poisoning, you know what happens. I mean, you're, yeah, I mean, you're, you're throwing up, diarrhea. I mean, you're sweating it all out. You're trying to put something in, but it's just not sticking. And, and so you are just done. And I'm telling you, I was done. I was a 23-year-old guy at that time, newly married, felt like absolute crap. And... I was just like in my own mind and I can remember this. This is crazy because this is 16 years ago now. I can still just remember just going, oh my gosh, my wife is seeing me. My new bride is seeing me at my absolute lowest and weakest point. And his doctor comes in and says, you know, he's he's really bad. We need to get kind of, you know, stifle the 
stuff coming out of everywhere. Um, and he looks at me and he's like, he's going to need a suppository. And I look at him going, I'm 22 years old. What the heck does that mean? And, you know, so he describes in detail how I'm going to have to shove this suppository up Tony. And I'm like, Oh no, that's up my butt. Up your butt. If you don't know what a suppository is, it's a rectal medication. Yeah. And it's so that it gets quickly into your system. Intestinal. Yeah. Yeah. So it can stop and abate what's happening. And and I I just, I mean, I still like, I still put the look on my face when the doctor, when I even remember the story, like you have got to be kidding me. I did not sign up for this. I don't care if we share the same last name. I'm not doing this. And you know, that's all going through my head. But of course as the new bride. I'm like, sure doctor, no problem. So we go and pick up Tony's medication, get home. And and I'm like, okay, really? I, I can't do this. I like, I can't do it. And Tony's like, I can't do it either. Like I'm dying here. You gotta, you gotta help me out. And so I did it. It was, it, it, you know, at the time, I think I was just more embarrassed and, you know, awkward and, you know, just all this. I mean, we hadn't had kids yet because I, I feel like after you have kids, you can pretty much do anything. But there's still that but, intimacy between a husband and a wife that I felt like we were crossing some kind of weird barrier. And yet it was like, okay, if I don't do this, he's just going to get sicker, probably end up in the hospital. So I've got to get over myself. But man, I was not pleased with that whole with that whole experience. And some of you are going like, Elisa, just get over it. Well, you know, it's not like this comes up in everyday conversation guys, but it is one of those experiences. And I know you all have them where you're uncomfortable. Like you're, uh, here's another thing about Tony. Um, Tony eats so well that his digestive system works regularly. Right. But it also means he has a lot of gas not all the time, but usually first thing in the morning throughout the day, you know, we just, we've come to expect it, but I've known this since the very beginning. And at some point in time, I I think I've just become numb to it, but the kids will still be like, Hey dad, you've got gas. And you know, you just kind of go, okay, this is, you know, it it does take a little bit of the shine off of the knight in shining armor, you Mm -hmm. know, but that's, that's my reality. You know, but how does that impact your marriage? How does that impact intimacy? Right. Especially, you know, hey, in the evening, you're sitting, you know, you're lying in bed or you're doing whatever and your spouse is on the toilet. You know, think about those things. I mean, here's something weird. I don't think you'll find any other show, anybody else in the relationship arena that will talk about this. You, You know why? Because it's uncomfortable. That's why. Because you know and we know you're thinking about it. It it happens. Case in point. Okay, I your mom I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about your mom here. And I've shared the story with her and about her, so I am not overstepping a mother in law, daughter in law moment. My mother in law, for the first six months that I knew her, would not have gas in front of me. I, I don't know how she did it. <laughs> because I mean this is just normal, you know, air is going through your body. Right. And so I'll never forget the first time she had gas in front of me. And it was like this huge deal. She's like, oh, my gosh, I've been holding that in for six months. (laughs) And and we laugh about it. But, but, you know, she was she was uncomfortable being herself completely around me for the first six months that I knew her. And you think about, okay, that's that's a mother in law, daughter in law relationship. But the same kind of stuff plays out in your marriages. 
you know, some of it is just, you know, natural body function. Sometimes it get does get excessive. Like I don't, you know, my son every once in a while tries to like burp letters or, you know, things like that, that preteen boy humor, which I don't get, but I'm tolerant of because mm. some things are just funny to a preteen that doesn't make sense in my head. But, you know, we're not getting into burping contests, Tony and I, but it happens. Yeah, these sounds are going to happen. So it, be it from, hey, just a normal burp that happens, the gas that happens in the early morning or at night, from, you know, throwing up. Mm-hmm. Your spouse has the flu. Uh. And just that gut-wrenching hurl of them just spewing it all out. Or the dry heaves. And how does that make you feel? You know, you're you're there trying to be the supportive spouse, but really you're ready to just go hurl. That whole gag reflex working overtime. Right. And and again, it's a different thing between what happens as a parent and your kid. You, you know, it, it's a completely different thing. My kid can poop, he can he can burp, he can have gas. It, that's my kid. Those are my kids are doing that. But it's when you're when it's your spouse, it's another thing, right? Because again, and I know many of us have these fantasies of, oh my gosh, it's it's the she's so perfect, you know, and then these types of things start adding up, or he's so perfect, these add up, and it's like, gosh, what who am I living with? Very easy at these moments, especially when you're not talking about it, because if it is bugging you and you haven't opened your mouth, then you need to because ESP doesn't happen, right? We've said this before. Your spouse needs to hear you because if it's starting to bug you and it's getting a little much, then you need to say something. But if you don't, very easy for you to be looking, wow, look at that beautiful woman or look at that good looking guy that, you know, they don't do that. Newsflash for you. They all do it. They all do it. So one of the big things we've taken away from this is being able to talk about it, laugh about it a little bit, be a little lighthearted knowing that God created us this way for some reason, <laughs> you, you know, and, and if you're the one who's going a little much, realize that. I mean, are you, are you doing it a little excessively? I mean, honestly, for me, in the morning, I, I don't even know sometimes because I'm barely waking up. I'm barely conscious. But it's not like I'm going throughout my day just burping and having gas. I, I'm not doing that. I know in the past, we have had those times. And Elisa has mentioned those to me. Like, really? Like, this is a little much. What's going on here? And so, just like everything else we do, and I do personally, I'm like, wow, maybe I am eating something that's impacting me. Mm-hmm. What might that be? And so we'll we'll explore it. And, and we've learned that, you know, in evaluating our kids' habits too. And that that's really where it started coming from. We started evaluating, you know, if the kids got gassier, you know, at certain times, what's causing that, mm-hmm. you know, because if they're not like that normally. And, the, you know, the same for you and your spouse. You may have added something into your diet you know, if all of a sudden you kind of see this spike in gas or burping, you know, there may be something in your diet that's causing that. Mm-hmm. And this has a, it has an impact on your intimacy, your sexual intimacy. And we can bring it right into the bedroom because there are noises that happen 
while you're making love that are a little weird. And you're sitting there going, what just happened? And do we talk about that? I mean, we've been there. And you're just like, oh my gosh, really? I think total mood killer. Total mood killer for us at times. Well, Because, I mean, there are just certain angles. As a woman, there are certain angles that if my pelvis is tilted up, that I can, you know, there's an intake of air. Right. And when we shift, that air comes out, but it sounds like gas. It's not gas, it's, you know, because it's coming out of a different part of my body. But all of a sudden there's this, you know air bubble that really, you know, kind of does not lend itself to romance and getting closer. It just, it typically makes us giggle, Mm -hmm. you know, and then we have to get back into the, you know, back into the action, but that's just, yeah, because it's almost like that boom momentary, what just happened. And so as many of you know, that will, that can be a mood killer. And so it, it does take a couple of minutes, maybe, to get right back into it. Mm-hmm. Stick with it. You know what? All of us have it. All of us have these moments and that's why we're bringing it up. Right. And, and it's, you know, it's completely normal. And the, I mean, you got to think about it in the bedroom. You've got two naked bodies moving together and against each other and things like that. There's going to be noises, mm-hmm. you know, especially as you know, some of you explore different positions you try different things. Maybe you're not in the bedroom. Maybe you're somewhere else in the house and there's like, you hit something that isn't typically in your way when you're making love and all of a sudden, you know, there's a crash and you're like, Ooh, what happened? Uh, you know, but those noises, they're a part of life. Right. So what do you do? Because you may have a mental block right now. There, there may honestly be some sort of mental block that's happening in your brain to be sexually intimate or even just physically emotionally intimate with your spouse because these noises are constantly happening. And so again, one of the first things in one of the areas we continue to hit on is that you got to have the talk. You got to bring it up. And it's not that you're being oh so defensive and trying to just hammer on your spouse, but allow them to understand why this is impacting you. You know, let them know. It may be one of those state of your marriage conversations. It may have festered and have sat back in the, in the, on the back burner for so long that you are so fired up about it and so upset about it that you've completely turned yourself off to being emotionally intimate with your spouse, to being spiritually intimate with your spouse, to being sexually intimate with your spouse. You know, it has driven you that far away. And yet, your spouse doesn't even know it bugs you. Other than maybe the one or two times when you're just going, gosh, do you have to do that all the time? No, let's have a discussion about it instead of just reaming me for it. What is it about it that bugs you? You know, I have this, it happens. If I hold it in, it's gonna hurt my body. So what can I do to alleviate that? Do I need to step outside? Do I need to make sure I'm away from you at times when it happens? You know, I consciously know for myself personally that if I'm at one of those points where I ate something that has caused lots of gas, I will make sure to remove myself from Elisa. You know what I mean? And, and now it's just sort of one of those things where it's, 
you know, yes, it happens. But at the same time, I want to respect her too. And she does not have to hear it every five, 10 minutes. Again, hey, if you're sick, that's a whole nother story. Right. I mean, honestly, when you're sick, that's a whole nother story. And it is tough though, too. When we see our spouses ill mm-hmm. like that, especially with like flu and, and you know, food, food poisoning, poisoning and, and these, any of these sort of viruses or what have you that just have you moaning in pain, hurling, diarrhea, all of that stuff. I mean, because you are seeing your spouse at their worst. Really, you're seeing them at, your, at their worst. And I know in my own mind sometimes it has been hard to sort of flip that switch when Elisa gets better to be like, okay, we're back in the saddle again. We're going to, you know, we're going to make love again. As much as I desire that time with her, there are those, oh my gosh, I was just holding her up for the last two days as she hurled. We typically don't recover and get back to sex that fast. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. It's usually just oh, no, come no, two no. days. Well, you just said two, you know, I was holding her up for the last two days. I'm just letting these guys know we don't, even with the intimacy lifestyle, we don't turn it around that fast. Oh, we no, make no. sure people are healthy. And, and you know what, having that state of the marriage, I know we've got a lot of new listeners who may not be familiar with state of the marriage and what all is entailed in that. And we're not going to take up time on this podcast, but you can always find um, the specific information for that in our he zig, she zags set under the store tab. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great resource to really be able to learn what that is and how to dig into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because state of your marriage, guys, there's a reason our government officials do a state of the union, state of the city, state of the whatever regularly. It's because people want to know what's going on. Right. It's even more critical in your marriage that you do a state of the marriage conversation regularly. Yeah. Because having these conversations, it is so important to not let things fester in your marriage. If something is bugging you, it's just like the gas that my mother-in-law was holding in for six months. It was causing her serious discomfort. (laughs) She would have to, you know, excuse her. I I don't even know what she did for those six months. Uh, But when she got to the point where she was comfortable our relationship went to a whole new level because she could be herself around me. The same thing happens when you take off your masks and have these real conversations with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Don't let all these weird noises come between the two of you. You know, man up, woman up and have a conversation. Yeah. And again, that's, you can pick up he zigs, she zags, get your communication on the same path. That's a two hour audio program that will help you Start to connect and build that foundation, that emotional foundation that you guys need. Again, this is something very small and trivial. I get it. Elisa and I get this. The thing is is that nobody wants to talk about it. So it's something that's very trivial and very small, but can have a huge impact on how we connect. Mm -hmm. You, You know, so many of us are looking at like the big things that happen in our marriage and, and are looking at that and going, that's why we're not connecting. Little things like this can have a huge impact in your marriage. And some of you, I know, you're going to be listening to this and going, oh, man, you are hitting it right on the button. You know, the belching is just out of control. It, it, it's, it's not funny to you anymore. It's, this isn't, you know, you, you have a spouse who's in his 40s. This isn't the college days anymore. You know what I mean? And 
you're feeling like, come on, I understand you got some gas or you, you got a burp, but every five seconds, every, you know, 10 minutes, it, it needs a, we need to look at this. And just a note of caution, do not use this podcast to beat your spouse over the head. You know, this is, this is a tool to open communication, not to say, well, Tony and Lisa said you should not be bringing farting every five minutes. Right. Okay. So don't, don't beat your spouses over the head with the podcast. And and just in closing, one of the things I want to say, and I want to make you all aware of is that there is a new, is it a widget? What do you call it on the, Mm -hmm. a new graphic, a new graphic. I see. This is why I have a tech guy. And I actually, it's amazing what I can get done because I sleep with my tech guy. Um, there is a new graphic on the One Extraordinary Marriage on the homepage, on Facebook. It's two little speech bubbles, pink and blue. I'm sure you guys can figure out the pink and blue. This is a new offering that we have for you. It's a 20 minute free consultation where you guys actually get on the phone with me. Mm-hmm. And we have a conversation about one issue that's going on in your marriage. And the great thing about this is that when you sign up for this, you get to schedule the appointment. You have access to my calendar. You schedule the appointment at the time that makes sense to you. And we talk over the phone about what matters to you and what's going on in your relationship. So I would encourage those of you that are listening, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com, click on that, get signed up. You know, if there's something that you've been thinking about, some little or big issue in your marriage, let's talk about it. You've heard us for 172 episodes. Let us be able to listen to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We got one more hug we want to share today before we finish up. And this comes from iTunes. Folks, thank you so much for all of your reviews, all your ratings. We're up to 118, four and a half star ratings. I think we have 74 reviews now. It's absolutely amazing. If you haven't gone over to iTunes and left your own rating or have written a review, we just ask that you go over there and do that. It's uh, it's awesome for us to see what you have to say, and it's amazing and awesome for others who do come and find the show to know what you think. So this week we got one that says, really good and down to earth, five stars. I have a really good marriage, 22 years. I'm frequently looking to make it even better. I love this podcast. While not everything applies to me, I love that it is Christ-based and that the topics and conversations create and jog inspirational thoughts on how I can maintain a great marriage and make it even better. A great marriage takes constant work and selflessness. The only suggestion I would have would be to shorten the podcast and don't drag out some of the conversations, but all in all, thank you. This is an amazing work and service you're providing. And we just want to thank you. Thank you, Family Focus, for writing that. And just, it's awesome that we can bless you, bless your marriage, and um, give you stuff to think about. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not every show is going to pertain to you guys. We get that. I mean, we got thousands of listeners all over the world. You know, what may be happening in your marriage right now and what we're talking about even today about gas and farting and throwing up may not pertain to you right now, but maybe you can grab a golden nugget out of it and go, hmm, there is this little thing that has been bugging me that I haven't brought up to my spouse. And yes, it doesn't pertain to to those crazy noises or those weird noises, but it is something that I'm holding in and I haven't talked to my spouse about it and I expect my spouse to know about it, but guess what? They don't. And hopefully that little realization 
pops up in your mind and you go, okay, I'm going to have a state of our marriage conversation. Maybe it's not a huge one, but it's something I just want to bring up to him or her to let him know that this has been festering. It has been impacting me and I'm willing to take off my mask. I'm willing to be transparent. I'm willing to just go, I need you to let, I need to let you know this. Mm-hmm. That gives your spouse at least the opportunity to make a change, to hear you out and go, okay, I get that. I see where you're coming from or allow them to dispute what you're saying and go, this is what's happening and why I'm doing that. So we know not everyone, every single podcast is going to pertain to you. If it did, you'd be living our lives, you know, and you don't want to live our lives. Live your own, live your own marriage, make your own marriage extraordinary in any way you, you do, you know, God has blessed us each to be different individuals for that reason. It's when we come into marriage that we look at each other and we go, okay, God, how do we work together through this marriage? You know, what do I continue to add to this marriage? What do I do? What are those loving actions that I continue to do day in and day out that will impact my spouse? That'll impact me and grow our marriage together. So as we wrap it up, um, one last thing. By the time you all have listened to this, Tony will have celebrated his 40th birthday. Yes. So make sure to <laughs> leave him a birthday message in the comments below. Um, you know, and just know that this year, as he heads into a new birthday, that um, you are all a very special gift mm-hmm. that has been given to us. Yep. You guys have been. And you can connect with us in many different ways, right? Twitter. I'm loving you guys who are connecting with me on Twitter and just uh, tweeting out some cool messages and all. So if you want to, at Tony M. DiLorenzo. Or at Elisa DiLorenzo. And if you want to jump onto our Facebook page, you can do that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash one. Wait, no. Yeah, did I say Facebook.com there? I, I don't know. You got all kinds of letters I going know, on. I got everything going there. So facebook.com slash one extraordinary marriage. There you go. Again, love those phone calls. Keep them coming. 858-876-5663. And lastly, info at one extraordinary marriage.com to contact us to let us know what's happening. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>